This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome to Cannon Fodder. A behind-the-scenes look at the Glass Cannon Network. Yo! What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cannon Fodder. It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. And I'm your old pal, Joey O.B. And I'm Troy Hair and Makeup LaValle. You are all made up, man. Usually on the FOD, this is the non-video version of FOD, uh, usually Troy looks like he just got hit by a truck. And today we've switched roles. Uh, I look like I've just been peeled off the pavement. And you... You look like you're ready to walk on set. What's going on over there? I don't know about that. I'm not in hair and makeup yet, so that was just a nice compliment. Wow. Uh, wow. Just That's just your up. natural skin? That's how I wake up, dude. We're recording this very early today. Uh, very early. Um, most people are, are still driving to work, but we uh, we have to go in the city today for a, uh, a seven-hour photo shoot. A photo shoot. <laughs> I can't imagine anything I want to do less. Than a, Isn't than it a, the worst? Than a photo shoot. It's just not for me. It's not for people that don't love being, uh, uh, have their picture taken. I just don't love having, yeah. you know what, actually. I hate it too, man. I hate yeah, it. I, I, I hate it. I hate it. Because, uh, you know, it's just a combination of things. I don't, I absolutely don't mind at all having my picture taken at VIP hangs with the nation where it's like somebody's taking a selfie. Like that, that doesn't bother me. It's when it's like, oh, you need to dress cool, look amazing, and be perfect for this photographer today. Like I just, right. it's really not awe. my scene. It is yeah, not I'm, my scene. I, I, you know, even though I've done it, I mean, God, I've been getting headshots since I was oh, 16, I think, or high school, even younger than that. Uh, we had to get headshots and, uh, I've never, I've never liked it. I've never felt comfortable in the process. And even today, my wife is like, there's going to be no pictures of you and your children. Cause I'm just like, please don't take photos. I just hate photos, but, uh, we need we need to get these done. We need <laughs> promotional photos for uh, the new Glass Cannon podcast. So the whole gang is going in all around the city today uh, to shoot some promo photos and, and new. I guess you could call them headshots. It's gonna be. I think it'll be a fun day. We're gonna shoot it too. We're gonna shoot video of it, so we'll get some behind the scenes of us doing yeah. our thing. Sure. Once I'm there and I'm in it, I'm sure that I'll, I'll have a good time. But I dread it. I certainly dread it. And I. I but I like the when I imagine the final product. Uh, I'm very happy that we're f- getting photos of the whole GCP cast yeah. and, uh, you know, just, just out having fun together. Like that's, we need that. We haven't had that. So that's, yeah, that's we've never thing. had that. I mean, we did our, our headshots as a group a couple years ago and we really only had like one group photo that came out of that. But that was really headshots. Like yeah, they, they were really promotional headshots. photos. And to what, and today isn't really headshots. It's no. promotional photos. It's, uh, yeah, photos to hype the show, which is, which is fun. Yeah, and it's and uh, if you're worried, I'll stand off camera like you're a, a three year old, and I'll make you laugh 
fart noises. No, just really obscene jokes. <laughs> just so we can catch you at your smiliest. <laughs> and like, like shocked and offended. Right. Oh, photographers like, you'd be shocked and offended. Uh, <laughs> Troy, just say anything. Uh, man, we got a juicy FOD for you today because the network is so juicy right now. So From wet. last week into this week into next week, it's getting kind of out of control. We've got the return of SideQuest Side Sesh. We've got release dates announced for Get in the Trunk Season 5, Haunted City Season 2. We've got uh, a San Diego Comic-Con update for you that's exciting. We've got Gen Con show updates for you with cast announcements. I, uh, it's just, there's so much going on today. So we're going to dig yeah. right in right now off the top with side quest side sesh. Those of you that don't know about where side quest side sesh is airing. Uh, I think you, you should already have your question answered because it's on this feed, the same feed where you're getting the FOD it released. Don't uh, give them that much credit, Joe. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you miss it? It's so SideQuest Side Sesh is streaming on Twitch on Thursday nights, but it is releasing in audio only podcast format, fully uh, mixed and mastered on Tuesdays, the same day as uh, as previous, uh, as like Strange Aeons was releasing. So SideQuest Side Sesh every Tuesday on the main GCP feed. And last week we did character creation. So if you haven't listened to that, jump in. I'm going to spoil some stuff ahead because I just want to get your thoughts, Troy. Like we we dive back in and just talk. I mean, first of all, character creation was a blast. It was, it was really was fun. So yeah. much fun. So so much laughing and, and just, just an all around good time. We've got uh, a, a, an amazing group of ancestries between Noel, Monk, and a skeleton and a human, of course, to balance it all out. Sure. We've got a fighter, a monk. And then it's still a question mark class. We don't really know. There's one hanging out there in the wind. But there is also a new 2E class that no one has played on the network yet. A summoner yeah. is coming into SideQuest Side Sesh. Your thoughts so far on the breakdown of the classes and the ancestries, and uh, are we putting ourselves at a severe disadvantage in this particular module? <laughs> Be honest. It's a lot of questions there. First, I want to clarify. You said audio only, but the YouTube video is also available of the show. You can watch the VOD, uh, but it, it released on YouTube uh, on Tuesday as well. Um, and that's the plan. It's just going to – until uh, until Gatewalkers comes out, we'll have a show, a stream every Thursday, podcast and video available on Tuesday on YouTube and the Glass Cannon Podcast feed. In terms of the classes, I didn't talk to you guys at all. I talked to Matthew a little bit and I talked to Skid because I wanted to get a feel for a couple things. One, I was like, Skid, do you, would you like to rebuild Karazor? Um, I have an idea on how to continue the story and I think it would be fun to – to have that sort of tie back to season one. Uh, I was also happy to have it just be an anthology series that took place in the same world, but I really wanted to leave it to Skid, and uh, he was down. And then I asked Matthew, I said, obviously the Crystal Ghost uh, had uh, an untimely demise, uh, but there's this element of uh, perhaps a new Crystal Ghost uh, alive at the end of uh, the series would you be interested in like playing that? And he was like, mm, I don't think so. He's like, I kind of, I was looking while he was doing preparations for gatewalk. Cause he was like, I found this other thing that seems really cool. I want to be a, an automaton. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, I said, you can still be an automaton. Crystal goes, he's like, no, no, I want to do something else. So uh, I, I had a sense of what skid and Matthew were going to do, but I had no idea what you and Jared were. And uh, when Jared said summoner, I was like, Oh, all right, let's get let's get to work. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be some chunk mechanics, I imagine. I haven't spent one second looking up Eidolons in 2E. I just I don't know how it works. So 
Uh, luckily, Professor Eric is signed on for PsyQuest Side Sesh, so he'll be keeping an eye on us and letting us know uh, about the summoner should we foul things up at all. Um, Automaton Monk. I thought that that was such a cool uh, choice by Matthew. What a fun combination. You could totally see it. Automaton Monk. It's a Cylon, right? It's like it makes perfect sense. Like, uh, you know, not only in the unarmed fighting, unarmed combat sort of way, but also in the uh, sort of strict adherence to a clear sort of mission goal programming, quote unquote, whatever you call it. You know what I mean? Like it just it fits the monk really well. I'm surprised I hadn't seen it before. I'm sure other people have done it, but I haven't seen it before. Yeah, and this is the perfect place to do it, this sort of like short run limited series psycho side sesh, because I wouldn't I don't think I'd want an automaton in Gatewalkers. Uh, no, I don't think no. I'd want a skeleton either. No. <laughs> I'm pretty, I, I don't I don't want it to get too wild. Those shows have a, a you know, we were plenty goofy on those shows, but there's a gravitas to the to the flagship that I think is really hard to do when you've got a robot in there. But uh when he said that I was like, Hell yeah, let's go for it. And uh now it's turned out to be a pretty awesome party so this week will be fun to see them actually get into it uh, you know i've got a cool idea on how we're going to bring it all together yeah the, the thing that so like i love parties like this for short run campaigns i think that it's really fun to play around with things like automaton and skeleton but i also am always irritated and bothered by um like npc interactions in towns with these kind of ancestries you know what i mean because i'm always like eye rolling i'm like come on like is really no one mentioning that this is a robot and a skeleton that are like having this conversation and like <laughs> is is you know is everything just going to be normal and and as is and it's just not acknowledged maybe i mean maybe i just need to wrap my head around the fact that like no one cares uh you know in this world and they're all used to this kind of stuff uh but i just don't like to personally when i create a character i don't want to derail people's adventure by having a choice that uh makes uh, social interaction extremely awkward or um or strange but i really was excited to jump into skeleton because i I had read the ancestry in book of the dead when that came out i thought it was so cool that they had that option and like everything paizo does it's just really really well thought out and it's really interesting and i think that there's there's certainly elements like that I want to bring to this character that are comedic in, by their very nature. Um, you know, this example of a, of a skeleton that doesn't know who he was and only has a memory of being in one place for a very, very long time. You know what I mean? So like the sheltered sort of inexperienced existence, I think is a funny concept to play around with when you get out into the wider world. But then also there's no reason you can't build a skeleton character that is a dramatic character because they build in all these things about how they're like typically mindless and how they're raised by, you know, they're brought into undeath by some unnatural power. And then it's like, what happens to animate them to consciousness? It has to be something extra. And a lot of times the skeleton doesn't know what happened to them. And it's about trying to find out who you are and find out what power is keeping you alive and not, and knowing that at any moment it could be just snuffed out and you don't really know, you know, so that's, it's scary and interesting. And anyway, I found it fascinating. So of course I'm not going to play a comedic character without having some, without having some bedrock of, you know, uh, drama. And yeah. I think that the, the, the potentiality is there. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and you're going to have some changes, I think, before episode one. 
from where yeah, we Yeah, yeah, I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm still zero. working on it. Too, because basically, <laughs> I went in with an idea or two, and then the way things shook out with the party, I, I started changing my mind and changing my mind. And so you guys will see if you listen to the character creation. It's sort of up in the air, and there was a lot of, like, weighing in. But I think I've settled uh, on the idea. I just have to, like, finish building it uh, before ep one, which is tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Here's the other thing. Do I? Do I really? Like, I have a feeling. You tell me. Yeah. Answer the question honestly. Is there episode one combat? Doubt it. Like, I'm sure <laughs> it's role play and getting, a, you know, a mission. So, like, I could still be classless, I think. <laughs> you never know. Uh, you never know. I might just open with a combat. Actually, it uh, could. It could. I should, I should be, yeah. I should it's going to be fun. I, I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I, I'm excited to do this. I'm also excited to get all these episodes in the can. Yes. Because <laughs> this is like a – we weren't planning on adding this to our plate. But I think it's necessary. I think it's important. I think it's going to be a, a fun little treat for people over the summer. Maybe we got to bring back the uh, after party one of these nights too, like the old days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be really fun. Especially these are a little bit shorter. So after party is uh, at an earlier time, which would be great. Yeah. I want um, to keep it right to an hour. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, I mean, adding this to our plate was not uh, ideal. However, like as we prep to get Gatewalkers out there, however, a lot of the Gatewalker stuff is, is all ready to go. So we're, we're kind of good on that. It's really just about character time and prep time. And, uh, you know, with SideQuest Side Sesh, it's just pretty laid back. You know, it just has a laid back vibe and it doesn't have the same stakes or intensity. So I think that it's not going to take too too much away, if anything from gatewalkers so that's kind of the goal is to make sure it doesn't take anything away from gatewalkers uh i want to move on to haunted city uh and get in the trunk and i'm really excited about these but real quick glass cannon live uh we are in la next week la is coming in fast wow we are in la next week tickets are still available but if you uh maybe didn't want to uh buy a ticket couldn't buy a ticket there are slots i heard from mcd open for merch volunteers uh in la oh no shit so yeah so you know usually by a week out we're fill up but this time we're not so if you want to come see the show in la for free and get free free vip um hit us up uh at what is it volunteers at glass kind yeah or is it volunteer i never remember I'll tell you. I think it's volunteers. Um, I think it's volunteers. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Or just buy a fucking ticket, too, because we really need to fill that up. We're going to have some industry people. We have our- Well, this our, is for people that can't buy a ticket. I know, but I'm saying if you don't want to do that, just buy a ticket. Just buy, buy a ticket. <laughs> because we're going to sell more tickets. People, LA people wait to the last second. I, oh, it's a Thursday night. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on out. It's going to be a great time and a huge show. Uh, and then two days later, we're in Seattle, and that's sold out. And there's no Matthew. I've got a seat at that table I've got to fill. And I'll just say this. I filled it. Really? Oh. Oh, I filled it. You didn't tell me. Joe, I'm telling you right now, live on Cannon <laughs> Matthew's tiny little chair has been filled by 
an adult sized person. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, yeah, resend the uh, breakdown to the venue. Like we're going to need a larger chair. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry, we're going to need. Uh, uh, sorry, we need a larger <laughs> chair. chair. But LA, yeah. come on, LA, come on. We're over fifty percent sold, which is great. I think we're close to like seventy percent. I don't expect it to sell out, but let's go, LA. Yeah, come on, LA. Come and on. if you want to uh, volunteer and come and hang out, please, uh, uh, please volunteer. We we really uh, depend on the Nash to come out and help us do that. And then also, uh, there are I think there's one spot, maybe two, actually in Seattle as well for merch volunteers. So if oh, wow. I, I think people just didn't realize. So if you haven't gotten a ticket and wanted one, and since it's sold out, you can't get in. You can still get into that show if you email us at volunteers and glasscannonetwork.com and, uh, and, volu- and, and merch volunteer. And if you already bought a ticket and you want a merch volunteer, you can do that as well. But just email us there. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that uh, public service announcement. Moving on, Haunted City last week and Get in the Trunk. We talked about announcing release dates. Then we did it. I don't think anybody knew it would be such a quick turnaround. Haunted City premieres next week. Yeah, week from today. <laughs> a week from today, Wednesday night, June 28th, live on twitch.tv slash the glass cannon at 8 p.m. Eastern. Haunted City returns. Same cast. Wild. Jared, Abu, Josephine, and Ross rocking it with a season two premiere of uh of Haunted City. I'm I'm very excited to have the show back. It's it's uh it's been in the works for a little bit and uh we're finally ready to to release the the finished show. So excited for everybody to check that out. We also announced the release of Get in the Trunk season 5, which uh, of course we've all been waiting for. We've all been excited to get back to you and I've talked on Fodder how we've been in it for a little while now. Well, it's ready to release. And uh what is that date, Troy? I'll kick that one to you. Uh Tuesday, July 11th. Tuesday night, July 11th, streaming live on twitch.tv slash the glass cannon at 8 p.m. Eastern, same time as Haunted City, but uh, on Tuesday. And then when is that release in on uh, on Patreon audio only? Is that yeah, so Thursday? I think we had alluded to this a couple of weeks ago that we're going to be doing some shakeups to our release schedule. And uh, it's mainly in preparation for uh, how we're going to be changing the release schedule for the flagship show. Um, so you're going to see this happen with both Haunted City and Get in the Trunk. Haunted City will be on Twitch Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, and then at midnight, the podcast and YouTube video will release. So you can watch the VOD if you like to read the chat. That'll be available. But uh, there's no longer the embargo for Twitch where you have to leave something up for 24 hours. So those are going to release right away. Same thing with Get in the Trunk. Get in the Trunk will air Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. And then a couple hours later at midnight uh, – the podcast will be available on Patreon, uh, and the video will be available on YouTube. And right around the same time, if you subscribe to the Get in the Trunk feed, where we started to release season one, we're going to start release, uh, start releasing season two. So you can get the free, uh, the freemium feed, uh, for season one, and then slowly season two and season three and four will eventually get on there. <clears throat> but if you, uh, subscribe to Patreon, you'll get, uh, season five podcast version right there. Awesome. Well, uh, we can't talk any deets um, on getting the trunk, right? We can't talk any details. We got, you just got to go check it out. Uh, I, I'm so excited to tell you about the season two premiere and what it entails. Uh, but, you know, let's save it for another FOD. We got a couple more weeks till it comes out. Uh, maybe we'll do a little tease about what you can expect in that in that episode. Um, really looking forward to that. San Diego Comic-Con. We mentioned last week, I think, that we are headed out there this year for the first time ever. We're going out to SDCC uh, to do a show, an actual play show in their RPG theater. Uh, we we 
we gave some details last week, but we didn't uh, give give everything that we have right now. So, Troy, why don't you walk them through uh, what to expect? If you can get to Comic-Con this year, please come by because this is going to be awesome. Yeah, the nation is going to be out there in full force. This is our first one. We don't know what to expect. Uh, I hear it's pretty cool. And there's also a couple things related to comic books there. Um, <laughs> and we're going to be doing one of those things because Friday – uh, the Friday of Comic Con, I think that's the 22nd, 5.30 p.m. local time, that's Pacific. Uh, we will be, uh, performing, uh, doing, uh, a brand new adventure playing the Marvel RPG, the new Marvel, uh, what is it? Marvel Multiverse, the Marvel Multiverse role playing game. Yeah. Multi- Marvel Multiverse role playing game. And, uh, the cast is pretty stacked. <laughs> Because you're going out there, I'm going out there, Skid's going out there, Matthew's going out there. Uh, and then we have a couple friends that are already going to be out there. We said, hey, let's get on the show. That's Nora Ibrahim, Alicia Marie, and a little fellow you might know by the name of Nick Lowe. How could you not have <laughs> Nick Lowe? It's Comic-Con! On the Multiverse RPG actual play live at Comic-Con. Had to have Nick Lowe. He was there anyway for work. I know. So now he can ditch out for a little bit and have some fun and with he'll his be friends the, at the GCN. He'll be the only person uh, that is booed as we announce him. <laughs> they don't like him in the comic book world these days. Hot water in the old comic book community right now. Yeah, but the nation will support so him. The nation will stand up for his... Uh, for his wonderful work on Legacy of the Agents. <laughs> that's uh, what he's most known for. Yeah, that's what he's most known for anyway. Uh, we're so excited to, to get them all together and play. We were on an email this week, and it just, it, you know, you get in the thick of it over the last year or two where we've gotten close to all these people, especially out in L.A., and you just forget little things like Nick has never met or played with Alicia Marie or Nora. But he's listening to their stuff on the network and everything. So, like, it's just funny to see that email. It's like, it's so nice to meet you guys. I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. They've never met. They've never played together before. And that's going to happen live on stage. Alicia Marie and Nick on the same stage is both thrilling. And I'm very nervous. About I can just it. sit back. I can just <laughs> exactly. sit back You're and look crazy online. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so I said the tw- – I think I said the 22nd. It's Friday the 21st. But uh, one other thing we're going to do is next – month or the week before uh that thursday which is looking at the calendar really quick uh thursday july 13th on glass cannon labs we're going to do character creation we're going to create the superheroes live on glass cannon labs that will be used to play uh the following week at comic-con just so awesome i'm i'm really really excited for it uh we'll be posting um if not today, in the next couple of days, we'll be posting, uh, you know, a, a nice graphic and everything with all the info in one post, so you can know time, location, cast, game, all that stuff. Uh, it'll it'll be out there soon. We're just rolling through. Man, it's a whole different world when you're rolling through approvals with Marvel Dude, slash just, Disney. I like. I get it. It is just a massive pain in the ass. It's normally like, all right, here's the uh, contract. Everything looked good. Yep. And uh, we had something in our Asana task list like, here's the contract from Marvel. It's only 17 pages. <laughs> yeah. Read this. We sent Marvel a contract because, spoiler, Marvel's also going to do something with us at Gen Con. So we sent a Gen Con contract over to Marvel, and they didn't send back a redlined version. They sent back an 18 – we sent a page and a half contract. They just keep it tight. Keep it simple. We're just doing a, a show we're at Gen Con. We're all friends here. They sent back an 18-page contract, just their contract, and they just sort of worked some of our terms into it. <laughs> like It was so funny. It was just like, here you go. And yeah, it's a whole different world when you're used to working with 
TTRPG publishers who outside of the Paizo realm, who is obviously not a fraction of a fraction of Disney, like, but most of the ones outside of Paizo, you're talking about like six employee companies, nine employee companies, you know, small businesses that produce these wonderful games. And it's very easy to just get things done with that amount of people. But when you've got like a team of lawyers that things are going to who have no idea who we are or what we do or how this all really works, it's just uh, that ship turns very slow. (laughs) <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So we are, uh, but we're getting it done. It's really happening. I, I mean, it's there really was a happening. while there where it was just up in the air and I just really didn't know if it would come through and it did. So I'm, I'm very excited to go out there for that. So we should be playing at Comic-Con. We should be playing at Gen Con. And like we met, like Troy just mentioned on Glass Cannon Labs, July 13th, right? July 13th. Yeah, July 13th. And here's, I know the next question is like, is it going to be streamed? Can I listen to it on Patreon? No, I, no, we're not going to get a recording of this. As far as we know, it will, from what we understand, it will not be streamed, uh, but it will be recorded. But we do not own that recording. Uh, if anyone owns it, it's either San Diego Comic Con or Marvel. So hopefully they will release uh, a, a recording of it in some way. If it, if it is videotaped, then we'll, that'll hit maybe the Marvel's YouTube. I don't know. Uh, as soon as we get information on that, we'll put it out there. But I would not expect to be able to hear this later. You're going to have to. You're yeah. just going to have to come to Comic-Con. Yes. You, uh, Nash member, average Nash member listening to this, you should assume that you have as much power to get that recording onto a podcast as we do. Yeah. Like it's we, the same we thing have, with Gen Con. <laughs> yeah. We have no we – we throw no weight around when it comes to Marvel and San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con. And I don't even know – honestly, through this process, I've learned – like I don't even know how much weight Marvel has to throw around at Comic-Con. Like yeah. a decent amount, but it's not their con. You know, like, they're still just a cog in a giant machine. And so, like, they might not even be able to get the rights to do whatever they want with it. I'm sure that they will. But, like, and I'm sure that they're incentivized to put it on YouTube or to show it somewhere. But we just have no control over that. So we're hoping that that's what they do. But but we'll see. So the point is, if you're out there at all, get there in person. Because that might be the only time it's ever seen. So Right. And it's the same thing with the shows that we do at, at Gen Con. Like the stuff in the booth, we're recording. We, for the most part, uh, with, with maybe a couple exceptions, we're going to be able to own that and put it on our YouTube channel and have the audio hit Patreon. The shows that we do, Glass Cannon Live, obviously, and then the Call of Cthulhu Live Friday night, that's all ours. However, Busted Mufflers and Modern Call of Cthulhu, that belongs to Gen Con. Whether they stream it, record it, or this or that, that's all up to them. And we know as much as you do right now. Yeah. I honestly love this stuff. This is like one of my favorite things that we, when we got into the business end of this and, uh, you know, learning about the licensing end of things was really interesting to me, like to figure out kind of who owns the work that gets done and how it's distributed and everything. Like we've been pretty, we've been pretty good about owning a lot of what we do, but that's actually kind of rare. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people end up, you know, a lot of people that you know that are, that you may know, uh, talking to you, Nash, that you may know from the actual play community that are big time players in the community, a lot of them d- don't own what they do, you know, and it's it's a very different sort of environment to be in where you don't have control over where things air or when they air. Uh, things that you sort of wrote, produced, you know, directed, starred in, all that stuff, uh, it's still part of a larger machine. So while we mostly have control of our stuff, it, we do still have to do a lot of things that are, you know, through outside companies and they just um, they do with it what they will. And all we can do is make suggestions. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Oh, you mentioned uh, Busted Mufflers. You mentioned uh, the Modern Cthulhu show. 
Didn't we just make cast announcements on that, like, b- since last VOD? Like, this is new news, right? We sure did. Uh, Tristan and I were working on the graphics over the weekend. We released those on Monday uh, this week and uh, pretty, pretty excited about this. So we've got the Busted Mufflers. It's going to be the the same cast as last year. Me, you, Skid, Matthew, and Josephine McAdam with, of course, Jared Logan uh, trying to corral this band of nincompoops. Uh, I can't wait. I mean, it's always such a shit show. And, uh, you know, that's a big theater. I keep saying that's a 400 seater. I think we've sold 270 tickets. So there's still plenty of tickets for that left. It costs like $14. We, we'd really like to sell that out. I originally said that I, I thought that that one was going to be streamed and modern Call of Cthulhu wasn't. I, I may have got that the other way around. So I don't want to commit, uh, to anything. Um, if you want to see it, the best way to ensure that you see it is to get a ticket and be there live because there's a good chance that might be the only way. One of these shows, for sure, I'm almost positive the only way you'll be able to see it is if you come watch it live. And speaking of Modern Cthulhu, uh, we're going to be doing that. That's Friday at 1 o'clock at the con. Uh, by the way, Busted Mufflers is Saturday at 5 p.m. And that is going to be uh, me yet again running uh, you, Skid, Matthew, Nora, and Sydney. Through a modern <laughs> Call of Cthulhu nightmare. So awesome. That'll be so, so much fun. So awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. I love, I love modern Cthulhu. I love playing in modern day shit, which is why I love running Delta Green. I just yeah. love playing in the modern day setting and drawing on all of the, you know, technology and location data and transportation data that we know and the technology that we know, you know, it's, it makes it a, it makes it really fun. Um, How to keep that under two hours will be a, a real treat. What uh, about the Athenium show? We've been talking a lot about yes. that. Even on Fodder, you were like saying you didn't even know what the show would be. I think now we've said what the show will be, but I don't think we said the cast. Yeah, if you don't have social media, then you don't know the cast. Uh, obviously, Thursday night, Glass Cannon Live, there's like 17 tickets left. That's the the regular crew. And uh, I'll tell you more after LA Seattle, uh, how that show is going to be very different from past shows. Uh, but Friday night, brand new live show experience at the Athenium, which is just a few minutes away from the con. Hop an Uber, take a long walk. And that's 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be 1920s Call of Cthulhu or 1930s. I haven't decided yet. And it's going to be me running. <laughs> this is just, this is the biggest cast I think we've had since we started the network. It's going to be you, Matthew, and Skid, and then uh, the Time for Chaos cast minus Ross, Nora, Kate, and Rob Kirkovich. <laughs> I, I feel uh, like we're infringing on their territory. <laughs> well, if Ross were to come, I would just cut you, Matthew, and Skid out and put Ross in. And then just have the Time for Chaos cast. I, f- yeah. I feel like the three of you com- is like a combined Ross. That's the best. <laughs> the, uh... Perhaps, yeah. Adding all of our abilities and traits together, you might get close to approaching a Ross. Uh, we're sad Ross isn't going. That's a I bummer. Know. He might. He might. He's got a film premiering with Josephine McAdam. Yeah. Uh, but I think it actually conflicts with the that Friday night show. Anyways, that is going to be just, uh, I mean, just a sh- absolute shit show. And uh, there's plenty of tickets left for that, too, because that's a huge theater. Um, but the tickets are only $15. If you want to sit really, really close to the stage, it's uh, it's 55 But you can get in for 15 bucks. So grab a buddy. Come have a couple pops and watch what is what is sure to be uh, just, I mean, an absolute shit show. How are we yeah, going to corral I mean, an experience unlike anything that we've done before, certainly live. I mean, that's, that's a huge cast with a, a tons, tons of improv and comedy chops. So, yeah, I think that's going to be a really – I seriously, when I think about that cast and that show, I can't imagine that I'll even speak. 
Like, I don't <laughs> think you'll hear me speak. I think you'll just hear me laughing and occasionally uh, jumping up and high-fiving somebody. Like, that cast is insane. When I think about all the things that I'm looking forward to about Gen Con weekend, because I, I, I'm, I'm so excited about it right now. We're still a, a month and a half away. I think about, you know, our, our steak dinner. I think about the parties that we're going to uh, have and go to. But, like, one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is that green room. <laughs> what green room the oh. green room of that show yeah like backstage oh, yeah, 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 yeah. before the show like after sound checks over just hanging out there having a couple of vodka diets and just <laughs> goofing it's gonna be great uh all right we're gonna get out of here in a minute but i wanted to there was one thing on um that i, I didn't put on my list that just occurred to me um which was when we did character creation last week on side quest side sh- uh, side quest side sesh season two uh, we made kind of a big announcement, which was that we were going to use Foundry for that yeah. show, something that you've been interested in trying for a while and have been kind of practicing with. Um, tell me about the development of this. Why Foundry? Why now? Um, you know, how? why make this change uh, from, uh, you know, what we were using before? Yeah, I mean, people were screaming from the rooftops a while ago about how great Foundry is and this and that. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't part of our... Uh, our bandwidth or plans to really switch virtual tabletops uh, for our needs. Everything was working with what we had to, you know, we don't, we don't use the VTT the way other groups do. Um, but in preparations for the new glass cannon podcast, we really wanted to expand and, and explore all possibilities. So we started a conversation with foundry seven months ago, six months ago. And, and part of that conversation sort of let, left us with like, the best way to see if this is going to be the right fit for us is to, to really use it and to, and to learn it. And so I've, I've spent the, you know, past few months, not every day, you know, that took some time off, but I really wanted to, to learn it and see like what parts of Foundry are parts that would work for us. Um, because there's other things that people would be like, why wouldn't you use that? But it doesn't, it may not work for our particular group and our needs. So I really wanted to spend some time with it so that I felt comfortable with it get more and more fluent with it, just like we're doing with 2E and, and Strange Aeons, like get more fluent with these systems and these tools. And uh, so with, with Psycho's side session, I'm like, what a great way to just like, let's let's really give it a, a stress test because it's it's even though it's not live, we don't edit these shows, let, let's do it, let's get into it and let's learn like what the hiccups are going to be. Like, oh shit, you know what? We really need to learn how to do X, Y, and Z or we know, need how to learn how to implement this module or that module. And so uh, I'm excited to spend these next X amount of weeks really working with it. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. We, we, we've been talking with a lot of exciting partners that make uh, tools, digital and otherwise, that we would, we would love to employ uh, in, in, the, in the new Glass Cannon podcast. And if we're able to strike the right deals with these companies, I think people are going to be really excited at, at what we're bringing to the table. Yeah, I've just been, you know, it's just tip of the iceberg for me. I've just been dabbling with it, you know, through SideQuest Side Session. And uh, it seems pretty awesome. I mean, well, like you said, like, uh, you know, our previous VTT was served our needs. It serves our needs for what we need. Um, uh, but it's no more, no less, right? Like it doesn't, there's no flair to that. There's, it doesn't, um, I've always been a little bit bothered by how our VTT looks you know, especially like in live shows and, and Twitch streams and stuff like that, just because um, 
you know, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, it can look better. It's, it's, it's as much our fault as anybody's. But, um, when you have high res maps that are loaded in well to a program that really knows how to make things look good. Uh, and then you add on this layer of like animations and stuff like that. I mean, it just, it seems like it's going to make a, uh, a more engaging visual experience for the audience, which I'm really looking forward to. So, uh, is there, I mean, we're not using Foundry in LA, right? Like we're not like switching no, over no, to Foundry. No, not using Foundry in LA. You know, it's, we're in a very strange position. You know, when we started out, we were just a bunch of buddies playing. It's like we, we talked up. The tools that we used, you know, like, oh, everybody go get a hero lab and this. And then a bunch of people got that. Like now we're in a position in the industry where we can go to people and be like, Hey, if you're interested in us using your, uh, product, this let's, let's see how we can work out a deal, uh, to work together. It's a lot more complicated. We can't just, uh, decide like, I want to use this because I like it. If it's not the right fit for what we're doing, um, you know, we, we can't use it. So this is why we haven't switched earlier we're, we're trying to decide if this is going to be the right fit and so far we just we love it we love it and we've spent some time in the studio working with it as well to see if this is going to be uh going to be the one we shall see we shall see uh well that's going to do it for me today uh thank you guys so much for hanging out as always nish you guys are the best um it is uh yeah like i said man a lot going on a lot going on uh, incredible uh, week last week with the launch of SideQuest Side Sesh. And you got another app coming tomorrow night, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, episode two, which is the real start of these yeah. characters coming together. So let's see how that goes. And then, uh, and then, yeah, plan. we're planning right now SideQuest Side Sesh every week uh, this summer until the release of Gatewalkers, which hopefully we'll have more information on very soon uh, on the FOD. So until then... Thank you, everybody. I uh, hope your uh, summer is going fantastic and uh, get yourself out there and have a nice uh, have a nice weekend. Bye, everybody. See you on the West Coast. L.A., we're coming, baby. Hollywood land. And Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.